Hey y'all, it's me again, Bonnie Violet. I just wanted to take a second and thank my Patreon members. Patreon members are folks who contribute on a monthly basis, anywhere from $3 to $150 a month to support the work of a queer chaplain. Big shout out to Victoria Thompson, Jason Brandt, Brandon Stanton, Kim Silva, Brandy McCarg, Randy Sandnot, Bob Kaiser, Joey Heckmeister, Violet Rhiannon, Gabriel, Jonathan, Patrick and Todd Atkins Whitley. Thank you so much for your continued contributions. And if you're interested in joining the Patreon, just check the link in the description. Go to patreon.com forward slash Bonnie Violet. Thanks so much. Bye bye. to know more about what this is all about, just check out the links in the description if you're just now coming across um, this live feed and this series. Um, this week we are focusing on when was a time that you didn't feel spiritual. This is our first day after our workshop yesterday, um, which um, I felt really good about our workshop yesterday. I, um, it, yeah, a lot came out of it more than I had anticipated, so it's amazing how things work that way sometimes. But anywho, when was the time that you didn't feel spiritual? This is something I was thinking about. And I was kind of, in some ways, I was kind of struggled. I've been struggling so far, at least, with kind of like being able to point out when a time was that I didn't feel spiritual. Um, I feel, I guess part of that is just how you kind of define like feeling spiritual or whatever. Um, and there are plenty of times in my life when I would have said I wasn't doing, I guess, spiritual things or I didn't, so I didn't feel spiritual because maybe I wasn't like praying enough or doing the things that spiritual people do or that I thought was what spiritual people do. But um, in kind of I've done a lot of work over the years to kind of um, really see God and see spirituality, see my purpose, see that connection throughout my whole life. I know there are plenty of times in my life when I didn't feel it. I didn't think it was there. I felt abandoned. Um, I felt not worthy enough. I felt not good enough. Um, I felt like I was falling short, but that all of that isn't like, I feel like I've 
been able to go back enough and see that like God or my understanding of God or the divine or the whatever you want to call it was actually there. Like I believe that it's the thing that pulls us out of that. It's the thing that, um, yeah, it's the thing that pulls us out. It's the thing that lifts us. It's the thing that carries us through, that pulls us through, um, that holds us. Um, even in those times, especially in those times when we're, I don't know, I'm really like, this is something I think I'm really going to want to meditate on and think on because in some ways I thought this would be like the easiest one. And maybe it is for some folks. Maybe it's really easy to identify um, when you didn't feel spiritual or didn't feel connected or um, maybe felt abandoned or left behind or not a part of. I think I've had a lot of those feelings, don't get me wrong, but I think a lot of what this work does is it starts to transform that. And I think it's important for me to like, like to own those things, but it's not helpful for me to live in that anymore. Like I can get stuck in that space of being lost or not connected to that thing, even if I'm talking about it in my past. Um, and as usual, I'm probably thinking about it way too much, but when was a time that I felt, didn't feel spiritual or didn't feel connected? It's hard for me not to see like for instance, I um, I guess this is one of the, I don't know, this is just what's coming to mind right now. Um, I always felt that like growing up in the church, I grew up thinking, well, I really felt like mm, God had placed it in my heart and God had created me um, to be a Jesus follower, someone who followed Jesus and somebody who was gonna like, um, I don't know, do big things um, in the name of God, if you will. Um, and from a child, you know, mind, it was like this huge, like big, like massive thing. Like <laughs> it's ridiculous, but you know, like dying on the news, dying and it being all over the news or something like that when I die and people being sad about it. Um, I guess that's those like little kid kind of like views of, of whatever. And um that was kind of in my mind most of my life. I've always kind of felt like that's like something like I'm called to kind of be in that sort of space. And a lot of the times it's been um, more of a curse than like a blessing or a gift or a dream. Um, I've, I've felt like um, I can't do that. And, but when I graduated high school, I moved out into the world thinking that that would happen. And um then life happened, you know, I ended up leaving church, you know, like I said, I thought I, I, I thought I was doing that through going to church to be a youth pastor, to work with young people um, in church, you know, around theater maybe and stuff. And then, um, and then, you know, and then life happened. And then I, I ended up leaving the church, ended up, you know, being, uh, I don't know, getting into drugs and partying and living my best life to some degree and um and then getting to a place of um 
starting a nonprofit organization and um, traveling all over the U.S. and talking with young people about sex and sexuality and um, potential harms and how to recover things and how to kind of like continue on. And that just kind of progressed and progressed. And now I can look back and see that, you know, I've always in some way kind of just been still been that person, like just because I, if you will, my, you know, my, my church wasn't a church, you know, my church was say alpha, the ords organization that I was a part of. Um, and maybe like my mission work or my way of being service to the community. Again, it's all just around how I relate it. And I think that's what spirituality does is it can kind of change that narrative instead of being like a, I don't know, I just can see that my life is still in the trajectory of what I believed from when I was young. It was just, it just looks very different. It just looks very different than what I had thought it would be. Um, so I think this is something I really need to like think on, maybe write on and meditate on. Maybe this is something you all can help me with. Maybe you can share with me times when you didn't feel connected. Anyway, um, today is Easter for those who celebrate and, and all that. So um, good Easter to you. Um, and uh, may you, um, yeah, get life, experience life this week. And I will see you tomorrow. Ta-ta. And uh, yeah, we'll just keep it cute today. Hey y'all, Bonnie Violet here again. Just wanted to take a second to let you know about Splintered Grace Podcast. Splintered Grace Podcast just completed its fifth season entitled Still Seeking. Splintered Grace is a podcast that I co-host with my aunt who is a conservative Christian and one of my biggest supporters in my trans identity and just life in general. While many family members are choosing to no longer speak, we have chosen to sit at the table and engage in difficult conversations to find peace and restoration. Over our 24-year relationship, we have had a lot of ups and downs, and we haven't always really liked each other. We definitely never understood each other, and still some of it we don't, but we love one another so much and so hard and really work hard to show up for one another. And our hope is that by listening to this podcast, 
others may be able to begin to have peace and restoration in some of their other relationships with family members and or other loved ones. Uh, Check it out, Splintered Grace Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube. Take care. Love you. Bye.